welcome to the Seeing Deep podcast, where we see deep in a shallow world by exploring our surrounding culture through a biblical lens. This month, we are talking about living unbroken. What brokenness is in your life that inhibits and limits your life? Traumatic events bring upheaval into our lives and incapacitate us on some level, but there is a way out, and we do not need to be defined by our brokenness all of our days. Later this month, we will be having a two-part interview with Tracy Miles, where we unpack some principles from her book by that title to help us to be set free from the brokenness we encounter and experience in this fallen world. The scripture for today's episode is taken from Psalm 51, verse 17. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. O God, you will not despise. Brokenness is something I think we all try to avoid, but brokenness here in this verse is seen as a place that leads to spiritual freedom and healing. Could brokenness be a segue to healing? One thing I do not want to do is minimize the suffering that brokenness causes, the rawness of the revelation of significant pain in our lives often can leave us scarred. How could God use such brokenness? Well, first, in the, in the wake of brokenness, we need to rely on God. This is at first hard to do because there's a sense of betrayal that God allowed the suffering in. In the wake of the revelation of betrayal and deception in my life, the peeling onion, as I called it, of layers of pain and revelation made it difficult for me to trust or rely on anyone. People who I thought were my friend were not. But God is trustworthy. He is reliable. Relying on Him in brokenness allows God to help us to walk through the brokenness with Him. Psalm 34 verse 18 says, The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. Yes, even the most painful, heart-wrenching suffering is not greater than our God. No pain is greater than His name and His power. You know, second, in the wake of brokenness, we need to pursue God. Sometimes I think we get so busy in our comfortable lives that brokenness is something that happens to other people, we think. We don't think we will encounter it. It is like there is a bubble around us. But when pain and hardship break through our comfort zone, things get real, real fast. Our hearts are broken and sorrow and grief hold us in their grip. We don't feel like pursuing God or anything. We just want to numb our pain and pray that this is all just a nightmare. Have you ever been there? But brokenness allows an opening for God to break through and comfort us when all of the other comforts we usually go to cannot. God does not want our suffering. Let's be clear on that. But He is so good that He will not leave us in that place and will use that suffering to draw us nearer to Him, who is our true, true comfort that we can always rely on. Third, in the wake of brokenness, we need to believe God. Believe that God can heal us. Believe that He can bring us joy again. God wants us to find joy that will always satisfy right in the middle, even, of our brokenness. Brokenness does not define us, and God can reach into our brokenness and restore what seems unfixable. 
We see this in Psalm 51, verse 8. Make me to hear joy and gladness. Let the bones which you have broken rejoice. Friend, God wants to give you joy. If you're listening today and you just think that is an impossible concept, God doesn't want you to suffer. But if that suffering works character in and brings you closer to God, then perhaps brokenness is a gift in disguise. And fourth, in the wake of brokenness, we need to accept our brokenness. Living in denial will only keep us bound in brokenness. God is there with us. He is enough for our pain. He can help us to bear our suffering. Isaiah 57, 15 says, For thus says the high and exalted one who lives forever, whose name is holy, I dwell on a high and holy place, and also with the contrite and lowly of spirit, in order to revive the spirit of the lowly and to revive the heart of the contrite. God is with us in our suffering. He suffered on our behalf so he could get to us. In our suffering, will we go to Him? Many of you likely have heard some of my testimony of the brokenness I faced in the wake of the discovery that my ex-husband had sexually abused some of my children. I felt like the psalmist who said his tears were his food. In Psalm 42, verse 3, My tears have been my food day and night while people say to me all day long, Where is your God? This is a particular twist in the ache of our souls. Where is God when the brokenness has left us irreparably damaged? Does he see? Does he care? To be clear, God hates sin. He hates what sin does to his people. We chose sin over him, and he chose us still. He will heal our brokenness as we trust him to. He did not cause it but he is well able to heal it. This is a promise God gives to the broken. Psalm 147 verse 3 says, He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. For this, friends, is why he came. We see this in Isaiah 61 verse 1. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the afflicted. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted to proclaim liberty to captives and freedom to prisoners. I want to invite you to bring your brokenness and lay it at Jesus' feet. I want to invite you to do something radical, to not identify yourself with your brokenness any longer. You are not defined by anything that has happened to you. You are just defined by your Savior who died for you. And my prayer is right now that you will see his incredible love for you and stop focusing on the brokenness. I know it's so hard because it is so painful. It is so huge in our lives. But Jesus is enough for every burden you're facing. I want to invite you to join me next week as we look at how to pick up the shattered pieces. Will you join me then? You've been listening to the Seeing Deep podcast, where we dive into the Word of God 
for the answers to life's problems. 